Yo. It's the day before. The day before. It's about damn time. <laughs> Super Bowl Live minus the E is going down in South Beach. Niners, Chiefs, we've had almost two weeks uh, for people to issue their opinions and thoughts and things of that nature. Now it's our turn, E.D., time for us to get into it. We've had we've had a great lead-up to the Super Bowl. We, we, we've had some good content, story time. People love story time with E.D. Um, we, we had one of your, your former teammates, Merton Hanks, come on and, and bless the podcast. And so uh, now it's time to talk about this game. We'll get down to the nitty-gritty. Plenty, okay. plenty to discuss here uh, on this show. Um, of course, you know, you got the big tight end matchup, right? Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, you know, how, how they can be factors for each team in this game. Anytime you talk about the Chiefs, you got to talk about one Patrick Mahomes. The things he's able to do with the football is is just tremendous. Um, but there's been a lot of talk about him and how all of a sudden over the course of these t- two weeks with this buildup, you know how it goes, all of a sudden he's become Superman. So uh, <laughs> what, what what exactly are we dealing with in one, in one Patrick Mahomes? And also this, G- this Chiefs defense. Um who are they, right? You know, are are they this team that that was able to muster some, you know, legit stops um, throughout the course of this postseason, or are are the team that they they can give up, you know, a few points here and there? Obviously, they're improved under Steve Spagnuolo, but what exactly, how exactly can the Niners uh, attack this Chiefs defense? And of course, we had a couple losses. Uh, as well in the sports world, Chris Dolman and Kobe Bryant, um, Ed and I will reflect on 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 the loss of those two individuals, those Hall of Famers, uh, later on in the show as well. Of course, it's the Believe in Forty Nine ers podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, review. If if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead hit that like button. If you're an Apple person, uh, go ahead you know subscribe, give us a review. Um, and so here we go. It's come down to this. We started this podcast, Ed. Um, you know, way back when, uh, prior to you know the the start of this season, and uh, uh-huh. I don't know if any of us thought we would be here, right? But here we are, and uh, and now it's time to talk some football. I as soon as as soon as the Niners won, and then you, obviously you realize you're playing the Chiefs. My first thought went to Kelsey and Kittle. Um. Not really sure why. You know, it wasn't the quarterbacks when the defense. It was these two stud tight ends who have been very complimentary of one another. Um, they, they, you know, whether it's tweets or interviews. Um, you know, each is called each the best tight end in the game. They love one another's game. Um, but they are a handful for opposing defenses. Uh, how impactful? Will this tight end play be in this game? Because they're studs, will they be absolutely eliminated, or 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 it, will will this one come down to the play of each of these guys? Oh well, number one, they're studs, uh, so they won't be eliminated. Uh, they're they're stars. They're too good. These guys, these guys are superstars, so they're too good to eliminate. Uh, they're going to make their plays. They're they're going to they're going to do what they do. No longer the jo- the Jordan rules. It's the Kobe rules now. I mean. Um, and, um, you know, Kobe rules. He's got to get his points. That's right. You got to understand that there are certain players that are going to do what they do. Uh, so that being said, both of these defenses should be okay because it's um, it's both of these guys, both of these defenses get, have had the opportunity to see the highest level at the tight end position. You know what I'm saying? It was it was like working with the Niners when I was there. There's a reason why, you know, year in, year out, generation after generation, you had Pro Bowl wide receivers, you had Pro Bowl quarterbacks, you had Pro Bowl DBs, because the level of competition that you were facing each and every day brought the best out of you. So you had to rise to the occasion or you got ran out of town. You understand? Yeah. So that's the thing with these players, these defenses having to go against a Kelsey. So if you are if you are on the Kansas City Chiefs defense at a linebacker position, at a safety position, corner position sometimes, you have to learn how to deal with Kelsey. It's the same for the defensive backs and linebackers for the 49ers. So I think it ups their play, and we've seen that throughout the year. You've seen the way these guys have been able to make some plays. I mean, think about some of the plays you've seen linebackers make on wide receivers. 
for the 49ers throughout Man, the season. I, I go back to the – was that Hollywood Brown against the Ravens and yeah. Fred Warner is yes. following him on a shallow cross. It, it was yes. amazing. It was one of the best so plays how, I've seen all year. Yeah, absolutely, it, it was. And how do you get to, how do you get yourself in position to do those make those type plays? It's the work that you get in at top level during the week. You don't just fall into those plays. It, it's it's a culmination of the things that you have done, and that's 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 how that confidence gets there. So uh, bo- bo- these players are going to make plays now. The question is how many plays will be made defensively? Because you're going to have to make some plays. These offenses can score. So who's going to come in and consistently do what they do? I'm going to lean towards the Niners. I've seen it more often. I do believe you mentioned that we're going to get into um, the, the Chargers and their defense and if it's real. Yeah, it's real. I've seen them do it. I've seen them do it right now. And, and it's funny. You, you said your immediate thoughts went to – the tight end matchup once you realize it was going to be the Chiefs versus the Niners. Funny, my immediate my immediate thoughts was, wow, that's that's probably the best team for the Niners to play. Really? I, I, yes, yes, that's what my thoughts from were. I was like, best I team from what what standpoint? For from a matchup standpoint, I was like, this is absolutely the best team for the Niners to play uh, for their defense because I think it's going to be important for their defense to com- continue to play at his level. And I believe that they, what, what Kansas city does offensively lends to the defense of the Niners continuing to have success. And that's what I thought, you know, going into this matchup saying, okay, that is the, that's the better team for them to go against. I, I I wasn't there with you, you know me, nervous Nelly over here. I uh, <laughs> I I you, you I, do I, get afraid I, of everything. I I do, I do, and and I I didn't the the matchup in all honesty scared me from uh from from an from a, from I'll just say it from a Mahomes standpoint, right? It's like man, this guy because it's the the one thing about it about it and and it, it's. Obviously, the, the arm talent is there, right? But the ability to not only extend plays with his legs, but like we saw him actually use his legs against the Titans, and and that's you know one of the more underrated parts of his game, in my opinion. So I, I thought about that, and I thought about just the how how difficult, how much of a challenge that will be. Obviously, going up against uh, a, a guy like Patrick Mahomes, and it's 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 different because his. From a speed standpoint, obviously he's not quite Lamar Jackson, but from a throwing standpoint, he may be every bit just as good as Dangerous, right? And so, um, wrong comparison, wrong comparison, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I I just think I just think from a throwing standpoint, I think yeah. I, I think I think he he's he's as talented as Russell Wilson. Um, oh no, no, but no it's, I, I agree. It's, but, I agree but, right you're, there, but you're but... right though. Like, it's who do you compare this guy to, right? Like, oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, he's 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 a better Aaron Rodgers. So that that's why I think that's a good matchup for. Him. That, that's who he is. He's a better Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron, but Aaron he's also Rogers. more dangerous though than Aaron, with his feet well, though than, well, than Aaron well, Rodgers. Well, that well, that's why I said he's a better Aaron Rodgers. He plays the game exactly like Aaron Rodgers plays. They both have a strong arm. They both can extend plays. If you allow them to extend plays, then they are going. They have the ability to hurt you because they can see the field. They can throw the ball wherever they want to and get it there accurately. Um, they both are capable of scrambling and. Uh, moving the chains with their legs. No, they are not uh, Russell Wilson. They're not Lamar Jackson. They're not that athletic, but they are more than athletic enough. They're superior athletes at the quarterback position, and they're capable of make plays, making plays, but that's the way he plays the game. Just It's like Aaron Rodgers came in, and he was Brett Favre, you know, 2.0. Yeah. This is now Aaron Rodgers 3.0. That's, that's who – after – Last year, I was like to ask about Mahomes. They were like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "He had a good year." Let's. I want to see. I'm like, he had a lot of guys have had a good year in the NFL. Now, after watching him and the progression of him, that's who he is. He's he's a better Aaron Rodgers, and that is another reason why I said it plays into what the 49ers should be able to do 
against them defensively. But from a, from a mobility standpoint, though, can the mobility of Mahomes can this defense like? Like like Rodgers, they had no issue getting to him and and, and getting him down the the defensive uh-huh. line. Like, can, can I feel like Mahomes is a little bit more athletic? Like poses he that is. much more of a challenge for this for this D line to be able to get to him and get him on on, on the ground. Um, he he is a little bit more athletic. And have you, dude? Have you forgotten about those dudes? Who they are? I, I, have, you, <laughs> have you forgotten? See, see, that's the thing. You you talked about see this hype that goes into this game, people get so enamored by all the highlights that you see. They get so caught up in the, the the hype that is placed on a player. And yes, Mahomes is great in the things that he has done because you think his first two years under center, you know, truth be told, he should have been in the Super Bowl twice his first two years starting under center. We all know what happened with D Ford last year. Yeah. But that does not in any way change the fact that those damn dudes on the defense of the 49er are who we say that they are. They are good. They are legitimate. And the thing about this time of the year, no one shows the time that you did get sacked. No one shows the time that the pressure did get to you. No one shows the time that they did keep contained on you and you couldn't do anything with the ball. They only show the plays like the one against Tennessee where or, or Houston, which I can't even remember which game it was, where nobody decided because the, the biggest scramble and the play that I keep seeing the one up the sideline and everyone everyone's afraid of Mahomes running ability because everybody on that defense decided not to tackle him and stop playing. Yeah. Somebody should have lit him up. Yeah, yeah. Everybody si- nobody we that si- sideline pop thought- growing up. Right. They thought he was going to run out of bounds. Yeah. Everybody, it's like a freaking playoff game, and you're sitting here expecting this guy to not continue to score? And that's just bad football on their part. You don't deserve to win a playoff game if you're playing it that way. Somebody should have tried to sing him a lullaby. That's playoff football. <laughs> it's just that simple. That's not going to happen. No one's going to expect him to run out of bounds. They're going to try to wrap him in a blanket. That's just what's going to happen. We know that. And I'm not, and and see, that's the difference. I'm just looking at everything that I've seen. And I expect, like I said, Kobe rules. I expect the players on that team to do what they do, uh, but it still boils down to a game of matchups and the 49ers match up well versus this offense. They have the people that can make Mahomes throw the ball on time. And that's the issue. Patrick Mahomes scrambling, extending plays, um, trying to uh, trying to allow him to play that sandlot game and improvise. It's going to be hard to beat because now you have to deal with all that speed. When Sammy Watkins is the slow guy, you better not let them just run around yeah. because they're going to run through your defense. And nobody can chase these guys across the field that long no one can and especially when you have a quarterback that can still get the ball to them on a rope so what you have to do is what the Niners have been very good at is making the ball come out on time when it comes out on time it's thrown in front of you and then you tackle and they are very good at tackling why all of a sudden are they going to forget how to tackle in the Super Bowl why all of a sudden are they going to stop trying to make the ball come out on time? That's been the key to that's been the, the key to success for this defense, and that is the key in this game. Let, throw the ball on time. Make Patrick. He's going to complete it, like a lot of teams have completed balls. But tackle, make them continue to do that. Make them earn it. Don't let the ball go over the top of your head. And I like their chances, and that's why I like their chances. I'm just I'm not afraid as I'm not afraid of this offense and their speed as most people are. I'm not that afraid of it. 
Yeah, it's not really the speed because I know a lot of people are, are are talking about oh this this offense is so fast the speed this that and the other. I do agree with you when 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 those plays get extended and, and Mahomes has the ball for five six seven eight seconds, then that becomes an issue because he can just make plays. You know, he can find a Tyreek Hill going over the middle and or or and th- things things of that nature. But and that's an issue for everyone. That's, that's like an we issue. Talk about yeah. the running quarterback. It's an issue for every defense. Exactly, and and, and we talked about that with the Ravens right we talked about their team speed and just how quick they were and, and the Niners I think the Ravens may have been the, the fat just in terms of from an execution standpoint you know they're, they're up there if they're not the fastest team in the NFL they're they're up there you know amongst the fastest in the, in the NFL and, and the Niners didn't really have any issues um with them and so the, the team speed isn't necessarily what what concerns me for me it's it's I I go back to those times where Russell Wilson had some success against the Niners this year and was able to to, to break contain, right, whether it was a Houdini act or what, guys getting out of their rush lanes and, and Russ being able to make something happen. That Those are the plays that I keep seeing over and over and over um, and, and how Mahomes can can somewhat duplicate those. Um, yeah, and, and not necessarily just with his legs, but like with like I, I go back to that throw he made to Tyreek Hill last year. The Ravens had them beat in Kansas City. This was last season, and he goes and he throws it across his body. I think it was like a third and twenty six or fourth and it's like fourth and forever or something like that. And he completes it to Tyreek Hill and that extends the game. They end up winning the game. Like those types of plays, those are the plays that that are the are the most concerning to me. And so, um, like I agree with you. Like make him get the ball out early. You know, make him get the ball out early. Make him get the ball out on time, um, and and you can have some success. But it's just, you know, how how can you do that? You know, <laughs> okay, how, how me, can how can you do that? You know, and, and let me let me um, let me um, ease your mind. Okay, so those type plays, there's nothing you can do about them. You cannot, you can't script the unscripted. So you can't draw up a defense saying that we are going to stop this play that hasn't happened. Can't play ghost, okay? Can't plan for ghosts. You don't see them; they're not there. So you don't you don't do that. What you can do is run your defense and understand um, that Andy Reid wants the ball out in a certain amount of time. Some of these plays that they want to push further down the field is going to give you an opportunity to get your pass rush there, and then the question is get him on the ground. It's important. It's very important that if you are one of the one of some one of that front four if you are a member of that front four when you get your hands on them okay if you are buckner if you're armstead if you are d4 if you are bosa when you get your hands on him get him on the ground get him down that's a that's a part of the as much as as much as jimmy ward and um e-man and sherm how they have to knock the ball out of the sky when you when you get your opportunity. When you get your hands on him, you have to make that play. That's part of it. Now, and that limits those plays. So you those opportunities, Kobe rules, those opportunities, if he's freelancing, he's going to make a play or two. You want to try to limit those because there's there's, yeah, you know what? Sometimes they're just going to make a play and there's nothing you can do about it. But you can limit the opportunities that they get to do that. And then the other thing that's completely being overlooked is that the Niners offense can't actually score points. So if you limit those opportunities, if you limit those opportunities, it's not like the Niners are going to go through this game and not score. If for some reason, people think that they have to keep them from scoring at all to win this game the Niners the Niners offense is pretty good yeah well I mean well so, AD you know so, how that goes right the, the the quarterback can't throw it you know he only so, threw it eight times in the in the NFC yeah. championship game they, they don't they don't trust him he can't make the plays I mean you, you know how it goes the, the the Niners will run the ball for over 100 yards in this game because they always do um, that is going to take some time off the clock. Although with Kansas City, I don't really pay too much attention to p- time of possession because it's a fast break offense. They don't need a lot of time to score. That's not the way they play. That's not the way Andy Andy Reid runs his offense right now. Um, but that that's that's the part is so that that's the part I'm trying to tell you. Just breathe. 
breathe. Stop. Every everyone's worried about the ghost and what he can do. And he and and Mahomes and that offense, they are capable of making great plays. But nobody assumes that the Niners can score. Um, and, and so maybe it's time for us to get into Kansas City's defense. Every everyone's assuming that Kansas City's defense is going to completely shut down the Niners' offense, and I don't see that happening. And you limit the opportunities, and there you go. The Niners are in position that they want to be in. Don't make the ball come out, tackle, do what you do. Don't give up the big play against an offense that is a big play offense. Kansas City does not grind and go down the field, grind it out, try to do the 8, 10, 12-play drives. That's not what they do. That's not Andy Reid. That's not his mindset. That's not the mindset of this offense. That will frustrate them if they have to score that way. They have. This is a quick-strike offense. Don't allow that to happen. The flip side of that is that your offense can score. So I like it. Uh, so two 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 things two things on that. Um, they have shown the propensity to be comeback kids for whatever part um, during this 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 postseason. Uh, I would like to think that they should know that they really can't afford to do that against this Niners defense, right? Like I, I this I don't. I don't I don't. It's not my belief. This Niners defense lends itself to some sort of heroic comeback, like the Chiefs have shown um, throughout the course of these playoffs. And then the other part of that is going back to to what you you were just talking about. This Niners offense and and, and them being able to to run the ball and them being able to score points. Um, is is it mandatory? Like, is it mandatory? Like. Obviously, they're a fast break offense. The Chiefs are so so. Top possession isn't really that key. But would you say it's mandatory that the Niners be able to put together some long possessions, be able to take care of clock, just to kind of keep that offense off the field? Have have that have the Niners' offense be, you know, just as good, if not more important than than their defense? Uh, well, I think it's mandatory that they put together a couple of drives like that because that's what they do that's what they've done um you you know how i always say confidence comes from doing eric isms so well 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 there there is a process there there is a process because there there is a there is a mindset on how you do things and where the belief comes in um because 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 this is what happens confidence comes from doing so the confidence is built on the fact that you are practicing things. You are doing things in a certain way, and you're going to practice those things, and you have done it so many times that you are now doing it again. That's what I always say. You're just doing it again. You're not questioning whether you can do it because you've done it. You've done it game speed correctly so many times that now you know that when it comes time to do it in that game, you can do it. Now, what happens, so that confidence comes, but confidence, it goes from it goes from that to belief and and the belief that's the next level where, you know, you no longer are confident that you can possibly do it. You believe and you expect to do it because you've done it so many times. And. When, so once you start to believe this is how you're going to do things, it's important that you do it that way so that no frustration builds up, so that no one is questioning, uh, do we need to change things? So that's why and – the, and the Niners have done things a certain way, and they have had those drives, be it – and it doesn't have to be an entire drive where you're running the ball, but you know how they'll do their things and they'll start to grind on the team and they play a physical game and they start to beat people up. Well, that's what they do. So it's important for you to be who you are, to get in your comfort level, to be, to be complete, to, to have the full belief that it is your day. You need to do things the way you do them. So that's why I think it's important. Can you adjust off of that? Yes, but does it make everything a lot easier 
if you are capable of doing what you've done. Yes, I I believe it makes the day so much easier when you're doing it that way. Uh, We're going to transition over to the Chiefs defense and, of course, that Niners O. But first, all right, let me me tell you about the people down at MyBookie. All right, peep this. You can play the Super Bowl, right? You can watch the Super Bowl. You can play it at the same time. All you got to do is head over to mybookie.ag. Look, these guys got the biggest payouts. They'll match your deposit all the way up to $1,000. So if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money. We're talking about free money, free Skrilla, as my partner ED likes to say. All for you, just so you can play the Super Bowl, right? Just so you can enjoy football, so you can enjoy this fantastic sports weekend that's ahead of us. And don't worry, if you're not into football, not really sure why you'd be listening to this podcast, but if you're not into football, there's... <laughs> hey, man, they, they, they listen just to hear your melodious voice. That's why. Keep it going. <laughs> well, I got some more. Some, some more melodic tones here for you in case you're not into football. That's not your thing. Don't worry about it. You can play the NBA. You can play the Premier League, yes, EPL soccer, all the way across the pond. You feel that strongly about it? Go ahead, make a bet. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate that offer I was just telling you about where they'll match your deposit all the way up to $2,000, give you an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Use the promo code BLV. Once again, that's BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Play when get paid y'all um so i'll admit i've been drinking a little bit of the mahomes kool-aid um i've seen this guy play though so i I don't want to say i've had i i haven't been drinking a huge gallon of it you know maybe 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 just a sip just because i've I've seen this play i've seen this talent as we all have right we're not saying that that the the guy's not a good he's one of the best in the game right now right yes he may be the best in the game but but all of all of a sudden like jimmy can't throw (laughs) jimmy's not capable of making big plays Jimmy can't do this. Jimmy can't do that. Um, it's really mind-boggling. That yep. I have not subscribed to. That Kool-Aid, no, I am not drinking. I find it laughable, in all honesty. And I look at this Chiefs defense who, although improved um, from a, from a season ago, um, not exactly world beaters here. Um, they did have a game in, in which they, you know, they made Derrick Henry – um, you know, look look human in a sense uh, in the AFC Championship game, but um, uh-huh. th- this defense does not really scare me. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said Tevin Coleman should be good to go, along with Tart and Quan Alexander on the other side of the ball as well. Um, but it's it, the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, Everybody's good. Yeah. To go. it, so it, it, if Coleman's good to go, you got Radio Raheem coming off that career game. Um, you know, maybe you factor Breida into that mix, perhaps. Um, I, I find it funny that that Jimmy just I, I don't it's a ma- it's a miracle that Jimmy's even here that he's even in this position like, <laughs> like he hasn't contributed to anything this year like how on earth are the 49ers playing for the Super Bowl with with this this lame duck in a quarterback named Jimmy Garoppolo it's unbelievable the stuff that that I've been hearing over these, these last two weeks ED it, I well, find it laughable well it's it's incredible um just the way things have played out. You're right. And that's, that's the part of it. And, and this entire pod, I've been sitting there pointing on just saying, stay calm that there is, there's this belief that the Niners won't be able to score on Kansas city. On Kansas I just city. Don't see that. I don't see that happening. Now, Kansas city's defense has been playing well. Um, and it's real. So the question is, is were they the early Kansas city defense or are they the present defense? No, they're the present defense because we are talking presently. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been able uh, to hone in, understand what it is that, that they do well, and focus on it. They've also done exactly what you're supposed to do in the playoffs. This is what a team likes to do. We are not going to allow you to do that. So when you're playing against the Tennessee Titans, well, we're not going to let Derrick Henry beat us. We're going to be the team that's willing to hit him in the face all day long, and we're going to make the quarterback beat us because we don't think that's the case. 
We're going to stop this. This is the run that they like. We are not going to let that happen. And you have to be that way. Like my, I had a defense coordinator once that he was like, when you know what they're doing, you can't stop it sometimes. You got to be dead nuts on every time. That's what McPherson used to say. That was his thing. He, and when you come off the field, he's like, that's what I'm talking about, dead nuts on. You knew it was coming. If you don't stop it, you help no one. You don't need to be on the field. Now, the problem with that philosophy is when you go against the 49ers, it's hard to be locked in and dead nuts on because every play looks the same. And you utilize, you have three running backs that you can utilize in so many different ways that it's difficult to focus in on exactly what they're doing. And when they get in space, they're so fast and quick that they're able to get chunk yards on you. And I think that's going to affect the way Kansas City has to play the path that the, the, the um, run game. That's number one. Then the other aspect of it is that in the passing game, no, you may not see Garoppolo throw the ball 70 yards. It may not be this 70 yard, 65 yard or off his back foot or across his body, no look pass, all those type things. Not his but game. You know what he will? Well, you know what he will do? He'll throw, he'll throw an eight yard slant to um, Sanders that'll turn into a 15 yard play. He'll throw a, a, a 10-yard stick out to Kittle that will turn into a 20-yard play. He'll throw a swing pass to Debo that will turn into a 30-yard play. And that's the difference in how this game is going to be played. Everyone's negating that. He doesn't have to throw the ball down the field 30 yards to get a 30-yard game. That's not the way they play football on offense for the 49ers. What they do is still going to be effective versus this defense. And they're going to have to do what every other team has been able to, has, has had to do is prevent them from making those plays when the ball is in the hands of their playmakers. It's a difficult thing to do because they have so many playmakers on offense. And again, that's why I like the chances. If Jimmy can just stay calm and get the ball into the hands of the people that need it, you know, especially if he has that game where he's not trying to give away a souvenir. Because you we all know that he yeah. does. Yeah. He he does try to give away souvenirs from time to time. He'll and we and you'll and I always know early on, I can watch the first couple of drives and I'm like, okay, that goodness. And then you know, it's like that's finally out of his system. Because he'll if if it when it hits him, it hits him. And he's gonna push the push the um envelope until it happens. But with that being said, this offense is going to be able to maneuver and operate versus this uh, defense. They will be able to do it. The defense, Kansas City's defense has started playing much better. And I believe that they will be able to play. But I also believe that if this, uh, if the Niners score three times, if, 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 the, if they, 24 points, once, once they hit, once they hit the 24 point mark, Things things will be very difficult on Kansas City. Twenty four point, and well, I, I think even even that like this this defense this team they they've been slow starters in this postseason, right? They, it's taken them a while to get started, and you know once they once, once they got going they got going, but they cannot do I, they cannot do that on Sunday. Kansas, uh, you City. know what, I, Rashad, I don't I don't expect them to start slowly on this one. I, I don't I don't expect them to start slowly. Um, because they have done that, they've had time to work on that, and I think Andy is going to have his—he's going to have it scripted to where you have um, a better rhythm going for them offensively. I think that's important to him, so I expect that. So I'm not going to freak out, and you don't freak out either. No, I'll, I'll... If Kansas City comes out, if Kansas City comes out and their first couple of drives things are just clicking, don't freak out. Expect that. Andy Reid is a very, very good coach, and he is going to be able to scheme and understand what the Niners and Salah wants to do defensively. And he's going to be able to get his guys in a rhythm. He wants to get his quarterback in a rhythm. He's going to want to get his playmakers in a rhythm. He's going to want to get his offensive linemen in a rhythm. And he's going to script that to try and make things work based on the holes that he really feels will be there. So that's 
that's a part of it. And I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that. Uh, and, but what I don't expect is for, uh, unlike the other defenses they've gone against when they've fallen behind, I don't expect the 49ers defense to be incapable of making the adjustments to slow them down. I don't see them getting in a getting in a situation where they are scoring touchdowns every possession. Where they're you know, where they are scoring points every possession. That's not going to happen against the Niners defense. Which again, remember when they stop them on defense, the Niners offense gets the, gets the ball. Yeah. People keep forgetting that. They for some reason they think that only Kansas City gets the ball on offense this game. Yeah. That if you if you listen to everyone talk, that's that's the way they are all looking at this game. Like Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes is on offense the entire game. That's not the case. Yeah, I mean that that's how it's been described. It, it, it makes you think that you know Mahomes is going to be out there and he's going to be playing offense by himself. And uh, and and good luck to the Niners defense trying to trying to slow him down. Um, I I. I, I agree with you. I, I would not be surprised if they started out very quickly. Um, and 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 it, there's been time. I mean, we we've seen it multiple times this year where you know first drive. I think first drive is where teams have had their most success against this Niners defense this year. That that initial drive. Um, we talked about this on a previous pod. You know that initial drive. Teams have gone down. They've had some success, whether it's three or seven, and and yet Salah's able to make uh, his adjustments. Um, but and but and and to the reverse of that, you know, a buddy of mine asked me like, well, you know, if if even if even if Niners get up, you know, Mahomes is is still capable of coming back. Um, like, I like I don't think that will happen again. Like I agree with you. Um, but like please, like if there's a seventeen point twenty one point lead, like I'd sign up for that. You know what I mean? Like like I like I don't I don't think I don't think that. This Niners defense, you know, will will relinquish, um, you know, such a lead if they're able to get up, if they're able to get up huge uh, early in this one. Um, oh yeah, a well, lot, well, a lot of the Texans and, and and the Titans the, the last uh, oh, well, couple of weeks. Well, you know what? Look at what happened against Green Bay. You get up, um, understand who you're playing against, understand yeah. the offense that you're playing against, the weapons that they have, and the coaching staff that you're playing against. They're just like you can figure out things defensively they're going to figure out things offensively because no matter what you say, it is so, it is so rare. It is so rare to get a defensive coordinator to play with the same mindset when they're up. Um, so as things change, just like the green Bay game, it complete domination offensively and defensively. And then all of a sudden you get a couple of plays Yeah, um, because things change. And now those remember the other team gets paid too. And these guys start to see holes and they start to make in-game adjustments. And they're like, okay, this, so we can attack this right now and they can make plays so that, so I wouldn't be shocked if they got up big. And they made some plays, but now I would be shocked if adjustments to the adjustments aren't made, and you and you go from there. But because it's 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 really really rare. Um, I played on a really good, good. I, I hated we didn't win a championship that year because because it would have been considered great. But the Carolina Panthers team that I played on that went to the NFC Championship game, that lost to Green Bay and that twenty three below, that Ooh. team. That's the one thing I can say about that team. Um, Vic Fangio was the he's the, the head coach of the the Denver Broncos right now. His we we had no prevent defense. We had absolutely we we that year we had no prevent. We didn't change anything. His mindset was if I am blitzing and beating up the quarterback to get the lead, why do I need to change? If we have played if we have played two quarters and we have two minutes left in the half, why all of a sudden do I need to change what I'm doing if I have the lead? If it's the two-minute warning in the game, why change? And that's a rare – so I say that's a rare thing. Um, but our defense was that, – that year. I, I think our defense gave up like 10 points in the entire second half uh, um, that season. 
we had so we had some kind of crazy stretch where like in the second half of, in the second half of games we we it was like some ridiculous thing that that we did down the stretch on on the average points or, or something that was scored I can't even remember right but I know we because he didn't do that so you saw that in the Green Bay game Salah has even changed some things and and you and you relax so plays can be made but you still have to adjust and just like that Green Bay game you saw the adjustments to the adjustments. I'm confident that this team has what it takes. And, and, and it's go, I'm going back to where I started. I'm going back on repeat. Make the ball come out on time. Tackle. Make them earn everything. Utilize, your, utilize superior speed, quickness, and strength. And I think they have that on defense. I really do. I People – everybody's for it's funny how everyone's forgetting how good this defense is. Yeah. I, um, I, I think it's, I think it's fascinating. Um, when you, when you look at this, when you look at this matchup, um, you look at, you look at the puppet masters, uh, as you like to call them, um, with, with, with Salah going up against Andy Reid and then, and then Steve Spagnuolo on the defensive side for for the Chiefs, and then Kyle Shanahan, who you know many people think is the best offensive play caller uh, in the NFL. I know, I know a lot of people wanted the the Rodgers versus Mahomes matchup, and and the 100th season of the NFL would have been a rematch of Super Bowl one uh, with the Packers and, and and the and the Chiefs. Yeah, I, that would have been an awful game. <laughs> I tend to I tend to agree with you. I, I like this matchup a whole a whole lot better, obviously for selfish reasons. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs, the Chiefs would have blown Green Bay out. They yeah, wouldn't even been worth yeah, watching. Yeah, I, I don't even. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure it would have been a contest uh, either. But, but I, I think it's it's fascinating. I mean, you look at the tight ends that we we spoke about earlier. Um, this improved Chiefs defense, Tyron Matthew, is so uh, such an integral part to what Spagnola is trying to do over there on that defensive side of the ball for them. And then you look at just how great this defense has been for the Niners all season long, going up against. You know, one of the premier, if not the premier, signal caller uh, in the entire NFL. Um, obviously, it's the Super Bowl, so it's must see TV. But I, I think there's there's so many, so many things to factor in uh, into this one, and it, it's it's so many times. You know, there there's there there's an unsung hero, right? Like like who is that going to be? You know, um, will will it be Witherspoon? You know, will will it be Brita? Uh, you know who who who's gonna who who's gonna be that by will it will it be Juice? Um, yeah, I think I think it'd be interesting to see who who's that guy that that makes that play or those plays. Um, you know that that are, are very uh, beneficial uh for the Niners. Um, coming I'm up going. Here on I'm Sunday. going James. Who? I'm going James. Oh, Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, this obviously is, it was Radio is, Raheem last or two weeks ago in the Ch- NFC Championship game, but Richie James, not not a bad call on your part. This is this is one of those games in which, um, because you, you know, every phase has to show up. Every phase has to show up in the Super Bowl. You, you need it, and um, every every first down, every every first down that you get on return yardage is a first down that your offense doesn't have to worry about making. Every time, every time that ball is kicked and because the number one, you know, and I ran punch back. Number one is catch the ball. Don't drop that little Brown bait. Yeah. But then every yard you gain is a yard that the offense doesn't have to worry about gaining. It's a play that it's a play that Kyle doesn't have to worry about calling. Um, It's something he can keep in his bag. I have a feeling that Richie, is going to be able to move the chains from time to time um, and it's going to make things easier and it's going to show up big at the end of the day right that's that's just kind of how i feel about it yeah i'm not, not a bad call on your part um i st- i i still yeah, keeping hope alive over here I, i'm i'll still go back to witherspoon man like i i really think like i thought it was going to be uh, in the NFC Championship game, um, and, and that didn't happen. But like, I really think, you know, before this season ends, like he's going to have to make a play. We're running out of time here, obviously. So uh, you know, um, I, I'm going to say, did you you heard what I said earlier? Uh, confidence comes from doing. 
And um, this is a game of this right now. The Super Bowl is a game of belief. So that 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 confidence has to morph into um, a, a, a belief, an understanding of belief. Witherspoon hasn't had time for his confidence to grow because he hasn't done it enough now. Um, he did it, but he hasn't been able to do it. Yeah. So I don't see I don't see him believing um, because, like I said, I saw him in, against Minnesota in perfect position, and he went into and panic he, mode. Yeah, he went into panic mode. But he went into DB. He went, and it happens to DBs. He went into DB panic mode where I mean, he was there. He was where he needed to be, and he and he so desperately wanted to make the play that he didn't. And I've been there. I did it. I did it as a young player. Where where I mean, you do everything right, and you want to be good so much, and and it's so important to be good that you screw yourself up. And that's why I think where the spoon is right now. I, I really do. So I don't see him. Um, I don't see him making that play. I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong, but I don't see him making that play. Uh, and part of it, I don't think the coaching staff, I don't think the coaching staff is going to put him in position to have to make that play. Yeah. Uh, because I, uh, it goes back to belief because I see it in your eyes too. If, if, if you're trying to convince yourself, you, you're damn sure not going to convince me. Very, very true. Very true. Um, oftentimes they they say the the bench is is not only a, a good teacher but a good motivator. I um, and, and so he's had some time. Man, to see the bench him. sucks. He, I only hear that. He, he's going teacher but, motivated. The bench sucks. I, I hate the bench. He's he's gonna he's gonna have to play though. Not like he, he's gonna he's gonna be out there for some downs. Um, mm-hmm. And so and and I believe like and. And so I'm, 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 I understand. I hear everything that you're saying. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, you know, keeping hope alive over here. Uh, for, for, for. You know, what, what you're for, doing? For can I tell you what you're doing? What, what you're doing is that you're being sympathetic. Wishful, you would w- like wishful thing. I would, I would love to see it. I would love to yeah, see. Yeah, see, that's it. that's it. See, see, you're being sympathetic, and you would like to see him. Um, you would like to see him redeem himself and make these plays. And now this is coming from like you told. I'm already on record. I am a Witherspoon fan. Yeah, uh, but this game is not about your feels. Football is about making plays. <laughs> it, it, football doesn't care how you feel. I'm always Fo- football, in my feels. Football, does, football doesn't care if you're a good guy. <laughs> it doesn't care if you're a bad guy. Football football doesn't care if you're sensitive. It doesn't care if you came up straight from the streets. It doesn't care if, if you have to make plays. You make plays. So what you're doing. Is it like you're you're hoping that Witherspoon can come in and make that play because it would be such a feel good story. And I'm just sitting here saying, I've seen him have his chances. Um, and what did I say? You don't win a job, you don't lose a job. Opportunities are given and taken. And the last few opportunities he's had to make some plays, I've seen him go into panic mode. Yeah. Right now, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Trying to win a Super Bowl, man. <laughs> trying to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, look, look. I, 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 I'll admit it. Yeah, I'm on the record. I'm, I'm all in my feels. And, and on top of that, I, I, like, I, I think Mahomes, like the nine. I think the Niners are going to have to. I don't know how imperative it is. Um, but, but I, I think they're going to be able to turn Mahomes over. You know, if not multiple times, if not multiple times, at least once. I mean, I know he's been, he's been Teflon, right? For you know, during his postseason career, no interceptions, this, that, and the other. And um, but but I think they're going to be able to turn, they're going to be able to turn him over, um, at least once. Um, oh, can I tell you? See, I think, I think, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think the offense is going to turn the ball over. Um, Kansas City's offense, that is, and I think they're going to turn it over multiple times. And I don't know if it's necessarily Mahomes, but what I do know. Is that they're about to get a uh, they're about to uh, get a new kind of thumping from this defense, mm-hmm. and they're going to put the ball on the ground. They they will they will get hit and put the ball on the ground this game. Yeah, I mean people forget just the physicality. Like the Niners are one of the most, if not the most, physical team in uh-huh. the, the league. I'm talking both sides uh-huh. of the ball. Like, I'm not just talking about just this defense. I'm talking both sides of the ball. But it, you know, especially on the on this defense, like people were. People are forgetting just how physical this defense is. I, yes. I, I do I, I I do agree with you um from that standpoint. So we 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 will see. It's the day before the day before, obviously Super Bowl. 
live minus the E. I, I guess it's fitting, right? Club Live is that that one club that goes up down there on South Beach, and so they're they're gonna be having the Super Bowl down there in South. Hey, Beach you know what, Miami. man? It's all right. I'll bring the E. I got one they can use. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You gonna let them borrow the E? All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um. So we'll so we'll see. It, it, it's fascinating. You got Garoppolo on Mahomes. You got. Um, you got these 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 defenses going what at one another. I mentioned the puppet masters earlier. Um, it's it's going to be fascinating once they take the field out there uh, on Sunday uh, for the Super Bowl. Um, <clears throat> switching gears now. Obviously, uh, the the sports world, the entire sports community, hit by a couple of uh, big losses uh, earlier this week. Uh, Chris Dolman, former Niner, obviously made uh, the the. The majority of his career played in Minnesota with the Vikings. Um, Hall of Famer uh, succumbed to brain cancer at the age of 58, and then also uh, the tragic loss of Kobe Bryant, his his daughter, Gigi, and seven others that were involved in that helicopter crash uh, in in Southern California on Sunday as well. So uh, Joe Buck talked about it. He he mentioned, um, you know, they they probably would. This was before Dolman's passing. He he mentioned that you know Kobe obviously would be a point of of conversation at some point during the Super Bowl, and you gotta uh, imagine the NFL will certainly honor one of its own in Chris Dolman, uh, the Hall of Famer. If not during the Super Bowl, maybe you know the NFL honors, which is scheduled to happen uh, later this uh, later or prior to the Super Bowl as well. So um, obviously, uh, our thoughts and prayers, obviously with with, with both families. Without question. I mean, um, uh, there's so many guys that I played with or against that are gone now that had something to do with their heads. You know, just, you know, it, it's the, the the human body goes through a lot of stress playing the game of football. And, um, and a lot of guys have been taken from us prematurely. Uh, you know, he's a young man and, um, and I said he was he was a good he was a good football player, uh, but he was just a, a funny, you know, fun, cool guy to be around. It's a big loss for his family. Uh, even and it's one of those things, even when you're suffering through something like that, you're battling battling against it. Uh, yes, it's tragic what went down with Kobe, but I don't think you're ever prepared to see someone that you care about go, regardless of the situation. Yeah, I um, I, I kind of went back and forth on this this week, you know, whether to address the Kobe situation or or not. Obviously, this is a Forty ers podcast, and you got the big Super Bowl coming up. Um, and so I kind of I kind of went back and forth on it. Wasn't really sure, you know, if if I really wanted to dive into it. Um, full transparency, you know, the. This is a Niners podcast. Obviously, you know, I, I, I like the Niners. Um, Lakers are my team. I'm an L.A. boy born and raised. And um, Kobe went through so many different areas of my life, right, both personally and professionally. Um, from, from a professional side, I got to be around him a lot during his his playing career, thankfully, and uh, he's probably the one the one player that I've seen play play the most, at least from the NBA standpoint. You know, one of my first gigs out here was, was at a local TV station, and and I would host the fan cam at Lakers game and Dodgers games prior to the game, and 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 you know that led to me just kind of sticking around. And and there were times where you know our main reporters they wouldn't be able to be there, you know, post game. So I I'd, I'd go in the locker room and, and, and interview a lot of the guys. And Kobe was always a guy who you want who you had to interview every night. You always had to hear what Kobe had to say. Um, and, and I remember, you know, Vanessa and Natalia and Gianna, they would be sitting right there, right outside the locker room. Um, so as, as all of us media members are waiting to get inside the locker room, they'd be sitting right outside, you know, waiting for Kobe to come out, waiting for him to get done um, and handle his obligations that he had with us. Um, and, and then later on in my career, as I started to progress, you know, I kind of got a more, the more advanced in my career, the more I got away from Staples Center in, in a weird way. Um, and started doing some other things and, and had a, 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 cu- a, a cup of tea as a writer. And I remember seeing him at the Drew League. And, 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 and the guy did me a solid. You know, I was looking for a quote. He was, he was there taking in, taking in the game. It was the championship game, 40th anniversary of the Drew League. And, and he was 
it was the summer right after he he tore his Achilles, and so you know all the talk was about just how how he was just attacking his his rehab and, and how well he was doing in that regard. And I remember he was just mobbed, like the city just came out. He was just mobbed by so many fans, and and he was signing autographs, smiling, everything. Right? It was just just a sea of people just walking across the court. And I just shot a question to him, and he looked right at me and, and gave me an answer and, and a smile, and so. And then, you know, personally, just talking to a bunch of my friends this week, like, you know, we all feel like we grew up with him, you know? Like yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, when he when he got here, you know, obviously he came straight from high school and, and, and we were a little little bit younger when he got here, obviously. But, you know, we, we, we kind of grew up with him. And then there was, like like Kobe said, on you know, the night of the 60-point 60, 60 game, um, his last game, you know, it, it it wasn't it wasn't always pretty. You know what I mean? Like the the city was mad at him a lot. You know, it, 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 there was certainly you know we certainly had our ups and downs. You know, the city was yeah. mad at him. They they felt like he pushed Shaq out. Um, you know, uh-huh. there there was a time where you know I remember being at work. We all thought it was it was a done deal. Like we all thought he was traded to Chicago, and and the Bulls. <laughs> The Bulls would not give up Luau Dang, and that was the one thing that held that trade up. Had they had they gave up Luau Dang, um, you know, and, and Kobe would have went to Chicago, and that was prior to the 2007-2008 season. I remember that opening the night. Being, I remember being there. He was booed ferociously, you know, by the, by the Staples Center crowd. But um, you know, you, you you overcome those things, and and he was able to bring bring you know two more championships, you know, to LA, you know, in the post Shaq era, and so um. It just hits you on so many different levels, right? And, you know, we, we've talked about my daughter here on this show, you know, a number of times. And so being a father now, it kind of just hits you different. Um, and, and, and you think about, you know, some of the other families. Um, you know, the baseball coach, um, Coach Alto. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't know Coach Alto, but his brother Tony, if you've been watching the news, you've probably seen his brother on, you know, various news stations like our paths. Uh, cross, you know, just a number of times, um, doing some of the work that 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 I do down here, um, and so it's just it's just tough. It's been it's been a, it's been a weird it's been a, a weird week. It's been a down week. Um, really, things just really haven't really felt back to, you know, I, I hesitate to say the word normal, but it it, it, it it's just been it, it's it, it's just been a been a, a rough week for the city, you know, and it wasn't until yeah. really like Wednesday Thursday where. You know, things kind of started to. I was able to get outside. You know, I was able able to you know start doing some things. Um, and so uh, I know the Niners. They they mentioned they're gonna be playing this game for him. Richard Sherman, obviously being from Compton, California, a guy that looked up to Kobe and and Kobe mentored him. Uh, Kobe talked to him after he dealt with his own Achilles injury, and so that was just the kind of the dude he was. You know, he reached out to a lot of people. You know, um, during you know as they struggled with injuries, as they struggled with with whatever, and so um. He's going to be on the hearts and minds of a lot of people, you know, during during the Super Bowl. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. It's a new normal now. Yeah. And you just said it, and people who aren't um, in L.A., who aren't Laker fans, you know what, more so that aren't in L.A., it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain how depressed the city has been the last week. It's It's, it's tangible. You can really, especially when the news first hit, the city, the entire city was in mourning. You and um, and I know you know what I mean. Being here and being a Kobe fan, knowing Kobe the way you know him, being uh, being a Lakers fan is like the the city lost something. Um, and yeah, it's tough. It's it's tough because we all feel like you lost a family member. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. It, it's just been amazing just to see all the tributes around. Around the NBA, you know, the guys are doing tributes at the Pro Bowl. Um, college basketball was doing a game last night. They had a tribute for Kobe before the game last night. And you look around across the globe, right? I mean, you look at all these cities around around the world and, and things that, that, that they've, they've done, um, you know, since his passing. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I, just, that just needed to be said. Man. Yeah. That had to be said. Yeah. It, it, and, yeah. and that, that – that, uh, you know, helpful for me too, just to just to kind of kind of get that out there, and so yeah, I'm glad you did, man, because I know it's it, it's been on your mind, and I know we were texting we were back texting, and forth. Yeah. You you know just checking, yeah, <laughs> because it, because we yeah it was it was it was we were we were down we were down, and and you know and it's and you know you 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 back that up with Dole. It's just it's been tough. It's been a tough week. Tough week, definitely. 
All right, so obviously uh, our thoughts and prayers. And so who knows? Maybe maybe they'll honor Dolman at the NFL honors coming up. Uh, we want to spend – want to send nice. some, Yeah, it, it would be nice. And we want to send some good vibes to Bryant Young, obviously, um, up for the uh, – up for the Hall of Fame. Um, I know a teammate of yours, E.D., um, and so it, it would be great on a weekend in which the 49ers are playing in the Super Bowl to have it would be. one of its it would own. Be. And, 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 he, and he's that type player. He's a lot of talk. You know, like Prime was saying that, you know, there are guys in there. And uh, and I and I actually agree with what Prime said, that, that some of the guys I don't know. Um, and um, – and I've also, and, and Rod Woodson said the same thing. I mean, it's it's the hall, it's the hall of fame. It's it's the hall of great, not the hall of good. Yeah. And and uh, so I, I I know I know that's a very unpopular stance that he took, uh, but uh, he's right that um it's it's it should be different. Uh, it, it's the it's the most exclusive club, and they shouldn't water it down. It is the most exclusive club in sports. Um, and good shouldn't get you there. Um, so, so that I get, but BY, BY was better than good. So hopefully it works out for him. Yeah, hopefully it works out for him. Hopefully it works out for the Niners coming up here on Sunday. Niners and Chiefs in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54. Uh, coming up on Sunday, that's going to be on Fox. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call. That'll be 3.30 p.m. local time here on the West Coast, uh, 6.30 Eastern. Um, I know we got a lot of international fans. I am not sure what time that's going to be. Maybe uh, Sunday yeah. sometime where you are, but uh, hopefully yeah. you, you can yeah. tune in and, and, and watch as well. ED, I'm pumped. We'll be back, of course, next week to break this thing down. Talk about that um, win. Talk about that hey, win. Hey, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, so here we are, Super Bowl Sunday. It's the day before the day before, and we're just about ready to kick this thing off. Appreciate it's about damn time. Yeah, appreciate all of you out there for listening all season long. We're not done yet. Of course, we'll be back to break this one down next week. So for my partner, the incredible Super Bowl champion. Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Enjoy the Super Bowl, y'all. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.